Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Last Things Last podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Myers, joined by my co-host, I'm Jenna Zgoda and Justin Mandia. Say hi to the listeners, guys. Hello. Hey guys. <laughs> could, could you guys have not done that together, like a bunch of spazzes? But all right. Um, so <laughs> Very aggressive coming out of the gate. This is going to be <laughs> well, a good one. You know well, our first topic is pretty aggressive. We're going to talk about the Wilder and Fury second fight that happened this past weekend. Um, it was an excellent fight, I thought. Uh, Tyson Fury with a decisive victory from start to finish. Um, I got a lot to get into on that, but boys, I want to start just by getting your first reactions on the victory, his fighting style, what he changed up. Uh, MJ, I'll start with you. Uh, first, from a fight, it was fantastic. I, I enjoyed the build-up to it. I enjoyed yep. the press conferences. I don't think they hate each other, but it was still fun to see that. Yeah. Um, the, the walkouts of both, I think, were really well done. Um, just that, that even the under would be, yeah, the undercards were good that night. Yeah, they were good fights. Um, so no, everything about it was great. He again and again, we and we talked about this a couple weeks earlier that you know a puncher got got beat by a boxer. Fury, yeah. he's such a so 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 more talented. So, so much more talented yeah and it, it showed it showed the whole way through um that onslaught of offense he just kept leaning on him with there was it wasn't the power shots that was getting him it was the <laughs> shot after shot after shot after shot and it was yeah. it was brilliant um i like i said i i'm a third fight i don't know but that fight was fun i wish it would have went a little longer honestly i was enjoying it that much but that, i think they called it at the right time justin yeah i mean i think they could have called it like Two rounds earlier. Two, a couple <laughs> rounds earlier, yeah. yeah. They, he was getting just demolished. He didn't even belong in the in the same ring at that point. Yeah. Um, and and as far as another fight, I I don't want to no. see. No, he's lost no. eleven rounds out of God, or wait, no. not eleven. He's lost like eighteen rounds. He lost basically like eleven the first fight and then seven this fight. So yeah, no way. I I think I'm all set on that. It's going to be a fury. Uh, Joshua. Joshua fight, which I don't even think that's good of a is that good of a fight. I just want to see Joshua get be. knocked out. <laughs> it's, I think it's probably going to be that. He got beat by Butterbean. <laughs> yeah, and then I think it's probably Wilder Ruiz. Yeah. Um, I think Ruiz wins. <laughs> Me Maybe. too. I don't know. Ru- I think Ruiz is much better boxer. Again, yeah. that right hand man, you always have a shot yeah. with it. But like you guys just said, two rounds earlier it could have been done, and there was nothing that showed you that. Even though he was getting beat that bad, that right hand was going to do it. He looked so dangerous. Here's my thing. Ugh. As I watched that fight, and I, going into it, I was going back and forth on who I thought would win this fight. But oh, I man, my, just, my bets show that. <laughs> I, I, do. I, I picked Wilder only because of that devastating right hand. Probably the most devastating one-punch knockout power in the history of boxing. Like, even more than Mike Tyson. Just for the fact that one punch from him can send you Dude, gone. 42 the, wins, 41 yeah, knockouts. The first <laughs> – the first uh, fight with Fury, Fury won every round, basically. Almost every round, except for the one that he got knocked down twice in. So he outboxed him in that first one, but he got caught by that right hand, and that was the end of the, end of the show. Um, in this second fight, Fury trained at Kronk Gym, which basically is an offensive style of fighting, which he never did before. He was always the guy who was like, all right, I'm going to move. I'm going to be a little more defensive. I'm going to let you pick your shots. and I'm going to counterpunch. Now Tyson Fury's going, okay, no, I'm not going to let you breathe. I'm going to make a guy who bullies others. I'm going to be the bully in this fight, and you're not going to get out of my way. And, dude, he ballooned up to 275 
freaking 275 went in there and and out, yeah but his conditioning was a thousand times better oh was so good way better shape well, Kev, when, when, he got knocked, when he got knocked down that second time i think that's yeah. when the offense kicked in because he got back up and started laying it on him and he was like hey that's yeah. what i gotta do yeah he realized, yeah, you're right. He realized in that first fight when he, like, came back from the dead, when his eyes opened up, it was creepy, man. He, like, came, literally came off the canvas from the dead and just got up and started swinging. I think he realized, no, I got to do this. The other thing he was doing that was great was leaning on him. When they got into a clinch, he would lean on him and lean that extra weight on him, messing with his legs even more. Then he'd get back, get him a couple more shots, and keep moving. The Every round, it was just Fury pushing the tempo, and none of us expected that. But the fact that he was training with the gym, that that's their style, I think that was huge for him. I think moving into that kind of environment really, really helped him. Now, on Wilder's side, I gave him a lot of credit uh, at the end of it for sticking through it because I thought his legs were gone in the second round. And I thought that was because he had a punctured eardrum. Come to find out, he did not have a punctured eardrum. So there was no reason why his balance was so bad. He only had a small laceration on the inside of his ear. We just had to get a couple stitches. Like when your eardrum's punctured, you lose your balance. But that didn't happen. Everyone thought it did. Apparently, and he just decided to blurt it out, his 40-pound costume that he thought was brilliant to wear 20 minutes before the fight and walking into the fight, he said that's what tired his legs out. Two things on that before I let you guys talk about that. Why? <laughs> Why are you wearing that? That's, that's the first question. And the second thing is, um, if, if you know how heavy it was, like, I guess, I guess it's the same question. Just why? Just why? Why are you wearing this thing? Like, what is the point for you to wear this and for you to walk into the ring? And, oh, I know what my other one was. Why are you publicizing that? Why? Just shut up. Just so, even if that is the case for you, that sucks. And that's really dumb. But don't say anything. <laughs> what do you guys think? Um, I, I love the, it was due to my suit, but I'm, or no, my legs were messed up, but I'm not making any excuses. Yeah. And don't say it. <laughs> I, I, granted, it's right after the fight. I know he was a little lost. You could see he was a little lost. Dude, um, he was pounded. Yeah, but, but again, man, it was the onslaught of punches. It wasn't, because yeah. even the way he was talking, like, you know, when some guys get knocked out and they talk, you can tell. He, the, I think he had his wits about him, honestly. Yeah, he was still concussed pretty bad. Oh, but yeah, but not – At not, the start of round three, I looked at him come out of the corner, and Justin, your brother, said it best, too. He, he's like and, – and must, like almost at the same time. They're like, he can't stand. I was like, I know, dude. His legs are already jello. Like, he can't move. Mm. <laughs> it, yeah, and the thing is, like, it was, it was a cool fight because Fury won so convincingly. Yeah. Um. But for what it was supposed to be, like, I would have loved to see one of those 12-round wars again. Yeah. Um, Where maybe Wilder got one in there, but Fury came back. And, right. Like, yeah, that would have been cool. The thing is, like, I don't know if it's – because I was trying to think, like, is it good for boxing? Like, it's good so. that you have a face of boxing, like a face of heavyweight boxing now. But I don't – part of me thinks that he just literally destroyed the lore of – Deontay Wilder so now it's just Joshua and Fury and if he messes up Joshua then there's no good fight I think Ruiz and Fury would be a really good fight I really do I think both those guys would be an awesome Fury said he's gonna he has three fights left on his contract and since Wilder already put in the clause to get the third fight there's one of them did he oh trash yeah he yeah I know I know for what Uh, 
I don't know. I, th- I think they just good want money. it to be a rubber match. Somebody to, to decide who's the best. Once good money. Ball, even though, obviously, Fury is. But, Fury is the most talented boxer in the heavyweight division, period. It's period. not even close. But here's the thing, man. <laughs> what I'm worried about Fury is if he beats Joshua, he beats Ruiz, there's nobody else to beat. Retire. And that's exactly what happened last time when he beat yeah. – uh, uh, was it Vladimir – Klitschko. Uh, Klitschko. He was like, I, my, I had reached my goal. And then goal. he went on that bender, yeah. And he's like, I didn't have a goal anymore. And I was like, I, I don't want to see that happen again. I like Fury yeah, a lot. I do too. Like, like as a boxing personality and stuff, I think he's just – he's great for the heavyweight division. Dude, and they've even compared him to Ali in the fact of like, this is still one of those fighters that has like predicted everything he's done so far. He's predicted all of it. Like it's been really, really crazy. Um, he just kind of knows round what he's going to do. Round two, he almost did get that knockout. Yeah. Like you said, yeah. round three, Walter comes out, and you're like, is, is Bambi okay? Like, yeah. And again, yeah. again, no legs. <laughs> even at that point in conditioning he was in, I wouldn't step in that ring. Uh, that, would, that would be the end of me. <laughs> but, uh, and, the la- and the last thing I want to talk about on this one is Wilder fired his trainer, uh, or is firing. I don't know if, if that's been made official yet, but like because he threw in the towel. First of all, your trainer is supposed to save you from yourself. Your job is to be a fighter that's like, okay, I'll do whatever. I'll die in the ring. Sure, that should be your mentality, obviously, because you need to not be afraid of anything. But your manager is the guy that's supposed to make sure you don't die. <laughs> well, I, I think the thing that made him like made me more mad was the fact that he's the guy that said he wanted to catch a body in the ring. Yeah. And then, you know, if I'm going st- to make that statement, yeah. then I should drop in the ring. Yeah, I don't agree with either of those statements, but you know it's a mentality. Um, and the thing, man, like we we mentioned last time, Wilder's only been fighting since he's nineteen. Yeah, Fury's been fighting. I think he was oh, fighting during birth, time. but <laughs> like for honestly, a long time, dude. <laughs> yeah. So no, man. Wilder, if he wants to go forward and be a viable candidate in the heavyweight ranks, he needs to get better footwork better technique all the way around he cannot now we know he literally cannot just rely on that right hand do i think he's going to win some other fights with oh, yeah. the right hand absolutely but i think if he wants to beat a guy like tyson fury or even a ruiz who i think will clock him um he's going to need to get more than just that trip hammer in on his right hand he, he's got to develop isn't it what does it say about boxing, though, or even maybe just the division, but maybe boxing as a whole, that he managed to get 41 wins before this 40-by knockout? Because, yeah, but, but, they're all, that, but that explains it. They're all knockouts. My thing is this guy is only a knockout artist. He wasn't going to no, win. No, Ke- Ke- what Justin's but, saying is, like, what, what does that say about the talent? The competition leading all <laughs> yeah. the way up there, the fact that no one was able to outbox him until it was the best boxer in the heavyweight division. But I don't think that's true. I don't think he wasn't outboxed yet. Tyson Fury outboxed him in the first one. He's been outboxed. Yeah, that's what by I'm other, saying. Right, but what I'm saying is well, you no, can out- Ortiz was beating him. Right, but what I'm Ortiz saying is you can outbox him, another one. opponent it's just the fact that he has that one punch knockout power. Which can, can I, I bet you, if you look at a back at a bunch of fights, there's he was getting beat on the scorecard. By oh my god, absolutely! But, He's been out boxed. But what's the thing that Fury did that the other fighters didn't? I mean, he pushed the, the first, tempo the whole time. Well, he was he, good. He wouldn't let him breathe. Issue. No, no, I don't think that's it. I just think he didn't let him breathe. The well, they were night. they were they were showing um, clips from the first fight. And he licked him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he licked that was gross. Neck. Um, but uh, Fury was looking down a lot in the first fight. Anytime Fury yeah. looked down, he got clocked. Uh, Anytime. So he looked, also, I forget the two fighters that fought right before them. The one guy was like 
five nine, and the other guy was like six six, and they were fighting in a clinch. I'm yeah. sorry. If Rough you are six, six, why is that boxer anywhere? Like, he won the fight. Oh, I'd be jabbing went, the went entire hours. time and his, just His face away. was destroyed. <laughs> his, like, if he would have held his arm and put it on his why forehead. Why go inside when you've got to reach like that? <laughs> I'm, I'm literally watching the undercard. And I'm, like, screaming at the TV. I can hear his corner going, what are you doing? <laughs> fight your fight. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. this, it was like this short guy from Australia. He's just Giving them the I business. Think <laughs> these fights will continue to be good for boxing as long as they don't go to the scorecard. What ruins boxing is like that Triple G Canelo fight where the judges completely screwed the fight with some awful judging. Um, I think if boxing, if these fights can get more of them into a TKO or a KO situation, it's going to be way better. And the fact that now we have a heavyweight that is bringing a lot of people in, that's really good. But I agree. We need more opponents that are also going to be able to make even bigger fights. Yeah, but I, I think having a face again is person so round robin. Having Tyson Fury as the face is huge. Yeah. So. You need more than four people, though, because like right now Absolutely. they're just going to beat each other, except like Fury's probably going to beat the other three. Yeah. And then you have like that next level, which is Ortiz, which is good enough to like stay in it for a little bit and then get blasted. And he's also 67 years old. And like, there's not really much Isn't else in that. You're like 33, like 31, I think. Yeah, 31. He does not look 31. He looks like he's 50. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the drugs did not do him well. I saw a great meme someone put up. It was a picture of Bartolo Cologne and him side by side. And it was like 2020, the year of the fat athlete. <laughs> Dude, I'm loving it. Dude, he's his six-pack if you're getting laid on your Even back. when your conditioning is better than most people that have a six-pack. Like, holy crap, dude. He had Listen, so much stamina. Like, I know, Bill, I hope you're listening to this. There's hope. There's hope. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, and I'll, I'll plug this again at the end, but Bill and I did our first uh, podcast episode for our music, uh, music stuff. We're going to be releasing them soon, but um, we're, we're going to get a couple episodes in the, in the tank first. And then yeah. Dude, there, that but... makes so much sense because there's not they're not like time sense right they don't have to be so we're just going to record Justin, a bunch. do you want to do a podcast where we just talk crap about kevin and bill yeah yeah no <laughs> no one's going to understand it but we do it's an hour <laughs> the four people solid. that listen will be like oh this is great <laughs> oh not bill's mom's about... on there yeah i agree with that <laughs> well bill oh you're gonna love the first episode because at the end bill gives some last things last he wanted me to put on this show they're pretty great. <laughs> Kevin, uh, next time you guys do it, can you please say, MJ told me to say, Neil Young had maybe four good years in his career and watch him explode. Now I'll just do, I can just do that on this cast about John Mayer with Justin. Kevin, can you put, a, I was just going to ask that. Can you put in a request for uh, John Mayer? Speaking of John Mayer, I'm going to Dead and Company, Grateful Dead and John Mayer at uh, Hershey Park Stadium. On... Uh, why would the Grateful Dead do that to themselves? Hey, fun yeah. fact, Justin. Such a respectable hey, fun band. fact, Justin. What's up? You ruined your parents' Grateful Dead concert when you had to go get in a car accident. Well, guess what? Now I'm going <laughs> oh, yeah! to it with them. Oh, so my God. Ah! <laughs> and it comes full circle. Your dad was like, ah! I'm just so happy he's okay. Kevin, we're going to have to cut this out. But no, I'm, I'm so, leaving it. Are you kidding I'm so me? happy he's okay, but I was like, where are you guys? Oh, we're at the dead con. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yep. Got those brownies from the back of the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> Got to go to the dead. So I'm going to the dead this year. That's going to oh, be awesome. Good. 
Oh yeah, pretty pumped. All right. Speaking well, up, real quick though, Bill, oh, did I say this on the like last one that didn't get released on audio? Sweet, it is Kevin. released. It's um, out there. Oh great, I'm sure it is. It's not on. It literally Zip, is. Go Zip on it right now. App. Oh now, would you release it? 10 minutes ago dude no i put it up one day ago one day ago because apparently it never got posted and no one told me so i went on and put it up again i honestly didn't see it until yesterday yeah so you can't get Kevin, I, I i should just said something i always because i don't watch the yeah, youtube just video if it doesn't I, I listen. go on yeah okay. if it doesn't go on just let me know yeah okay. but anyway i don't know if i said it on the last one but we went to i went to bill's restaurant on valentine's day he mentioned that on our stay after <laughs> dude that place yeah delicious yeah no so i'm sure good. it's very good so good is yeah. bill like one or two buttons open or is he going little chest let us out no he was like he was i think one he uh, just two. moved apparently because of cucarachas yeah. <laughs> that's what i heard <laughs> <laughs> that's what he's that's literally what he said cucarachas <laughs> maybe two buttons down oh but he was sprinting around that dude. place that dude is in full motion he's like oh my god this is amazing there was he's a moment like, where him and i went to the the big hunt in dc and oh jeez, yeah yeah and we hey, were up, separate those words <laughs> and we were up the, we were up on the rooftop bar and bill was sitting there um and he started with one button undone Oh, dude, it gets it gets out of hand so three, fast. Then it's down to his navel, and he's just like, "Well, this is the evening we're having." <laughs> just, it gets so out of hand so fast. <laughs> we love you, Bill. We're, we're going to bring you on here at some point. God, there's just Rudy. you're just so um, much man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, well, let's get back to sports a one hour here, boys. Per week grit cast. <laughs> let's get back to some sports here, MJ. You want to talk about the collective bargaining agreement oh for the NFL and the storm that's around that? So I'll let you take lead on it. All right, first off. The, the owners pushed over the new collective bargaining agreement that they've been working on forever, which doesn't look like they've been working on forever. It <laughs> looks like it was due Monday, and they're like, hey, Sunday night, we'll get going on this. First off, for the player representatives that project. voted that it was okay, you never vote okay on the first draft of anything, anything. especially when anything. it has a decade worth of ramifications behind it. <laughs> it was a 6-5 vote. That's close. Like, yeah. Um, I'm blown away. Um, Shannon Sharp mentioned on Undisputed on Monday that he I was hearing show. through sources <laughs> that uh, some of the biggest complaints were around they need more time off and around weed. If that's true, there's a major league problem in the NFL. Yeah, those, those are, both are the things, things that go with laziness. <laughs> yeah, like, no, like we're not worried about you know maybe health insurance for life for the players that you know don't make the big money but not do have a serious injury. Uh, maybe the the pension plan. No, no, maybe higher pay for rookies or veteran players or practice yeah. squad guys. No, we're not worried about any of that. Um, but yeah, man, I, I I read through it. There's things I understand. Things I I don't understand. I read through the one from 2011 as well. Um, that one was the worst. Um, yeah. That's when they went from like a 51-49 split to the owners jumped to like 53-47 split. Uh, I, I don't know what's going on there. Uh, the, the 17th game, there's a, a big hoopla going on about that because they want to cap what they can make it a quarter of a million dollars. Um, and the ones that are complaining about it are the high dollar players that, you know, have millions in the bank. So I'm like, I, right. it, it, 
I, I said this before we started. I'm tired of millionaires and billionaires complaining about things. Um, yeah. I think they should take time to look through this. It doesn't run out till 2021. Um, it's not something that has to be solved right now. I know there's, you know, TV or network deals and ramifications behind it, but basically I think they split $19 billion this past year. That's, that's insane. Yeah. And as much as everyone hates Roger Goodell, as much as everyone hates him, he has taken the league from, I think they did like five or 6 billion in revenue when he started to 19 billion. Yeah. So there is a reason he's making the money he makes, although I don't agree with it, but he's, he's good at what he does. Um, but I'm, I'm super concerned about I – I think this is going to get voted on way too fast. I think everyone needs to take a step back and look at it from the player's side and not the million-dollar guys and you keep talking. Like I've heard from Watt, Russell Wilson, yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Like you guys are worth, worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Let's, let's think about the guys that, again, the practice squad guys, the rookies that – get like a futures contract that, you know, they make money, they don't make money. And there was another big one that um, they want the pay spread out over 34 weeks as opposed to 17. And another Shannon Sharp comment, if you're going to blow through it in 17 weeks, you're going to blow through it in 34 weeks. It yeah. doesn't really matter how it comes in. Yeah. And he was getting really, really upset. I was, I, I love how animated he gets, but <laughs> over the, the slave mentality to the owners, Yeah. you signed up to this, you're making good money for what you're doing. Some of you are making insane money for what you're doing. And at the end of the day, I've always said this, it doesn't matter what sport it is. It's still a children's game. Yeah, you're Soccer, game. basketball, yeah. baseball, football, anyone, you know, from basically it's by the time you're coordinated and walk, you can play these sports. Right. So, I mean, you guys are signing up to do this. I, I hope they do take time and think through it more, but um, how do you guys feel about the 17th game? Um, I know there was a proposal so for the, the playoffs um, to possibly. Um, I don't want a 17th game. What I want is shorten the regular season and add maybe an extra round or so in the playoffs. So that was the one That's thing they were talking about doing was putting another team in from each division. Yeah. Each con AFC. But shorten the season. But the other thing was. Shorten it. Um, no. This is coming from the guy that doesn't want to shorten 162 No, no games I meant from 17. I mean, I don't want the 17 games. So I just want 16? it to be at 16. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, but here's the thing. I do like the proposed idea that only the number one seed gets a buy. Like yeah, that, I think, makes weeks 13 through 17 important because you're sitting at the number two seed. Now, all of a sudden, you don't have that buy wrapped up. You, you have something to play for. Or so, if you do, you only have one team that has nothing to play for instead of yeah. two teams that have nothing yeah, to man, play I'm, for. I'm, 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 this or wait, kind of, I guess. And then here's the thing with adding the 17th game. Here's where I'm, I'm against it, too. That's why the, the, the top 100 team that they did is garbage. The yeah. all-time 100 team. You can't compare different decades. It's like the records that are being set today. A lot of the records that are being broken were done in 12 and 14 game seasons. Yeah. Like when Randy Moss set the, was it the touchdown record? That was, yeah. it was Jerry Rice's record that was done in a 14, I think 14 game season. Yeah. So he had two extra games to get those stats. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I don't know how you guys feel, but uh, just from the CBA, I think they slow down. It does yeah, not have to. They be just got to take their time. It shouldn't be something that you rush. I agree. And that seventeenth game, like it's going to be good one for gambling slash fantasy, and two for like 
four teams that have implications in it. But for a lot of those games, it's just going to be like a five and eleven or a five and twelve versus yeah. you know five and eleven versus a four and twelve but, team to see who can it does, know, be bottom of the barrel. It does get again the lower tiered guys paid for one extra week. I mean, it's an additional two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah. So again, for a practice squad guy or something like that, that's or not a practice, an active roster guy that doesn't have a big deal, that's that's huge. Like a quarter million, like the, that's huge. The slave mentality thing. Um, if they're if they're really about it, and everyone's you know talking about how horrible the owners are, then hold out. Yeah. Like all of yeah. you. Oh yeah. Just do it. That like I don't like the Pouncey twins. I think they're horrible people and they enable murderers. But anyway, um, but Marquise, I think he went on like some crazy rant on Instagram. But he was, I agree with him. He was like, all the you know best players, highest paid players on these teams. Like you need to be the one that make like if you hold out and you're like, hey, we're not playing, then lock this whole thing out and then like the, hit the the only way you're gonna make the owners change their mind is affecting how much money they make, like, right. period. Although, in the downside is when you affect how much money the owners are making, you're going to affect how much money you make in well, the that, end anyway. That, that's the thing, man. Like, they can't afford the holdout. And with the TV deals, it's supposed to – they're hoping by 2025 to be at, like, 25 or $26 billion in revenue per season. So they need to get these deals in place. And also, I want to throw this out to you guys. Um, there's been comments that, you know, the MLB, NBA, it's a player's league and blah, blah, blah. But from an owner standpoint, now, for people who are listening, no one on this podcast is a billionaire nor a millionaire. So, nor will we ever be. Oh, whoa. That's dentless, we will never over, be. dentless over there might be. But, um, mm. no. Not if we keep spending $8,000 on Christmas. Do you think, trees. do you, I personally don't think it should be a 50 50 split. I personally don't think that. And here's why. The guys that are buying these teams, the billionaires that are buying these teams, I know I'm saying billionaires, are taking all the risk. Like when you invest into a Not franchise. I was going to say health-wise. No, one's, again, no <laughs> one's making you sign up to play. No one is. Go do something else. There's guys that I kill guess, the but you're. But in the end, they're the ones bringing the money in. So the owners are going like, I have this much money. I'm buying the team. Like if the owners buy the team and then you have players that are XFL level skill playing in the NFL, people aren't going to watch. And then you're just You're not going to have any return on your investment. The only reason the Kansas city chiefs mean anything is because Patrick Mahomes is on that team. If it's yeah. Alex Smith, they don't fill the stadium as much. They definitely don't. Dude, fill. Well, they that, might that, fill the stadium. Dude, they, they, dude, they were selling out while he was there. They were, okay, they were going like but 12 No one watches them on TV at, if they're 3-13. and 13. No one watches the Bengals. If the, when the Bengals get Joe Burrow, that place will be rocking. People will watch the Bengals on primetime. It'll be like interesting again. It just – if you're successful, like the players make the, make the money. Like there's no – the, no yeah, one, no one, tu- no one tunes in because of Jerry Jones. Uh, maybe, maybe he's the only one. That Dallas fans do for any of the other people. Well, see, I, I disagree Snyder, with that because when the Eagles were trash. They were still going. People were still buying stuff. Yeah, but I'm Once sure you're that the franchise are more successful now that they want to. Yeah. Pittsburgh, Philly, Kansas City—they have die-hard fan bases that are still going to shell out money Cleveland to go see them. for some reason. Cleveland yeah. does too. Why? You know, but you're gonna have Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That they they won't sell out. They, no they way. They can't sell. 
Yeah, uh, they need to stop putting fran- they need to stop putting sports franchises in God's waiting room. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't but no, I agree with you. Like it is like financially it's all the risk of the owner to start. But then you have people literally almost dying like it's a rough uh, game. Uh, but uh, to that's not be again, people. no one's forcing you to do it. That's my whole thing when they say it's violent, it's this and that. No one is forcing you to do it. Yeah, but we've even seen this in nonviolent sports before, like problems with ownership and and players. I mean, we've seen it in baseball where like the owners they're they're you know undercutting their players. And I mean, God, look at the uh, that whole nineteen nineteen White Sox scandal was all because their owner wasn't paying them what they were worth. So they're like, all right, cool, we're gonna bet on ourselves. Like, you know what I mean? Like these things literally. Um, you know, they can spiral out of control in the way that, like, you lose respect for your owner. The owner loses respect for his team. There, You know, it, it, it ends up eroding the relationship. And that's going to, in this day and age with social media, that's going to affect the fan base. And I don't think it's, it's, I don't think it's as bad. I guess I agree with what MJ is saying in one sense. Like, no one's, you know, forcing you to play. But I don't think they'd be complaining as much if there was – it's like the worst of both worlds, like not, not worst. They're obviously making a ton of money, but they're saying basically like we want a better split because we're putting all the physical, like we're literally shortening our lifespan. And on the other end, you're not even, you're not giving us like the healthcare that, you know, I think it's after the 60, this, 40 players, I can't, I can't smoke weed to literally what? just pain. I can take opioids and literally give myself an addiction oh, and yeah. end up the, the weed putting myself thing, in an early man, grave like, but I can't smoke weed yeah the, the weed I thing I, I still don't understand why that, that's the thing right? is. what I, are I we don't doing like if that's like, a sticking point there's something there's a problem there like come like, on like why do you need weed we're giving you oxy like what <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah no that's why <laughs> no man I I in the, the, this, and that's the other thing. They're now bringing in a special arbitrator to deal with suspensions because Goodell is all over the place when it comes to suspension. Imagine how Josh Gordon feels about this weed thing. No, dude, like, look look at, like, Vontae Burfset, Burfset, whatever his name is. Vontez Burfett. Yeah, Vontez. Oh, you- <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I feel like he hit me in the head. Um, no. He just sus- got CTE. He got suspended for, what, 12 games, right? Yeah. Every yeah, week basically. four, he got- yeah, yeah, he's a th- Miles Garrett tried to kill someone, and he only got six games. <laughs> like, how? <laughs> yeah, I know it was a dirty hit. There's on never, Jack con- there's it's never. Not, they're consistent. not consistent. They're no. not consistent at all. Never have been. But yeah, we'll keep an eye on that as we move forward here. Um, uh, MJ, you wanted to also look at just a little bit of draft stock uh, QBs coming into the league. What you what you like, what you don't like. Um, I think this is a good QB year. Uh, I think there's oh, some good. I think it's, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, who's your who's your number one pick? All right. So first off, I think people are high when I keep hearing the if there's a big if Tua is healthy, he's a yeah. you know generational talent. Tua has proven year in and year out that he can't stay healthy in college. Yeah, year in and year out. And I still think Joe Burrow is more talented. I. I, I too has a better body of work, but I mean, what Joe Burrow. But what did, Burrow did in a short amount of time was oh, insanity. <laughs> man, I, I personally think Joe Burrow's the number one pick. Oh yeah, um, I do too. I, I don't think Diesel, it's Tua, uh, and that now that I was hearing today, they're talking that the Redskins might forego Chase Young and take Tua. Uh, yeah. You know, 
That's such a bad move. Here's the thing. Dwayne Haskins has not had a chance. He got drafted into a coaching staff that did not want him. And then it was just a dumpster fire. You need to get Chase. Yeah, no. Uh Uh-uh. Yeah, you go for Chase Young. I'm sorry, yeah. man. But uh, from quarterbacks, college-wise, uh, Justin Herbert. Um, who's who's the kid from? Is it Utah State? Herbert's the kid love. from Oregon, right? Love, yeah. love, dude. Herbert was. I was just watching his uh, combine film. He's been dropping dimes at the combine. Beautiful. A, okay, now I'm gonna make a quick jump. The combine is pointless. Absolutely. Not really? Pointless. Hey, real quick, hot take. Does the uh, I know that we said we don't like the whole analogy of players being, you know, comparing themselves to to it being like a slaveholder relationship <laughs> between the owners. Does the combine not uh, kind of have a weird feeling to you? I always get when I'm watching that I'm like, what are we watching these guys in? I don't know. I I don't like the whole idea of measuring men and like time it's it's like they're horses it's not like they're actual human beings and it kind of has a weird feel to me i never never like the combine MJ, I, I can't speak for you but i've never thought that <laughs> i've never ever thought that it has a weird auctiony feel as well also. now it does <laughs> jesus christ no i've never thought that next time i just think that i just think the combine weird. is pointless because there's been so many big swings and misses. Hey, if you <laughs> like watch the combine analogy? of Tom oh. auctiony feel. If you watch the combine of Tom Brady, he was terrible. Dude, that picture is still goat level. <laughs> no, the best was when they made JJ Watt read his anal- you know, his analysis from that. Uh-huh. We'll never be we'll never have enough speed off the edge to be a pass rusher. We'll never have double digit sacks in a season. He will be a mid-level player at best. That's what they wrote about J.J. Watt. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you're never going to be able to tell the, you know, the true ability. Till the or, or D.K. Metcalf goes out and crushes it last year and still falls to the second round. Yeah. Yeah. I don't no, know. There's but, definitely no. some good talent to go around. Um, oh, I yeah. Think but be- free agent quarterback-wise, man, like actual <laughs> people in the NFL right now, <clears throat> There's a crop, and with Brady Tom saying today Brady. that he's going to explore everything, he said that – I think uh, Brady goes to Vegas. What Chargers, Raiders, and Indianapolis is what they, they're saying. Yeah, I think he goes Raiders. Dude, I still think the best fit. Now that I think about it more and more, is Tennessee. I don't think it is either, but I think that's where he'd go. It's Chargers Tennessee. would be so good. Who? They have all Tennessee. Oh, Tennessee with Vrabel. Yeah, that would be a great fit. Oh, my gosh. You'd be disgusting. Yeah, that'd be a great fit. Tennessee he would actually take that team – Pretty I think you could take the Chargers somewhere. They oh, have you a definitely... great backfield. Well, Philip Rivers apparently is uh, – the Colts are extremely interested for Philip Rivers. Well, I don't think Brady should go to oh, the yeah, Colts that because that, that's it's like – that's Peyton Manning. Sacrilege. Yeah. You don't go there. <laughs> yeah. That's his place. <laughs> it would yeah. be great if he won three there. Oh, that'd be awful. I'd feel so two. bad for Peyton. Just be like, I, I won Peyton more. Peyton has a bronze statue out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. No, I'm uh, – but you know the other free agents that are sitting out there, it's just it's it's a weird year for quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah it's an old year too. Well, oh, yeah, yeah that's what's so weird old. about it. But that's what's weird about it. Like it, we've lived, you know, our from our uh, middle school years up until now, seeing these guys in the same spot, and now it's like, oh yeah, sure, Tom Brady not in a Patriots uniform. Yeah, it's normal. 
It's weird, man. Do you think do you think the Cowboys they franchise said today back? they think it's not going to happen? Oh yeah, dude. Brady apparently they're, told they're almost uh, positive that's not happening. Davenport, Drew Davenport, Davenport, yeah, told him that uh, he's he's exploring all options. Yeah, I, I really don't think. I saw that he wants a two-year deal from the Patriots, and yeah. they're only willing to give him one. I would only be willing to give him one too. It's just age at this point. It's not that yeah. I don't think he can still perform. It's just I'm not going to invest two years in you when you're this old. <laughs> like, it would be the happen. ultimate Belichick thing, too, because he's always about getting rid of a guy a couple years early. Well, and even, you know, even though Brady has shown he's still in great shape like, and that he's not very injury prone, your Deep body well. also is still going to wear down in different ways that might not be completely um, – seen at that point and you could just take one bad hit and be like oh crap I didn't realize that this knee's been a little shaky or this or that and I, I think that's why you don't invest two years so I, I'm not against the Patriots and not offering him no me neither yeah I, I think that wherever he goes now could I see the Raiders absolutely going two or maybe three years absolutely it's the Raiders they don't care. I don't think they have the talent <laughs> they don't care yeah that's my thing I don't think they have any they're I, solid I think I think Tampa Bay would be a better fit than the Raiders <laughs> oh dude the weapons oh, you'd with have. The, oh with the receivers yeah no you're right you're right, you're right. You're weapons right. you'd have you're right I just <laughs> always think of Jameis Winston <laughs> no, no 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 the weapons he would have with Evans Godwin oh yeah oh. that would be pretty nasty that would be nasty. That's uh, what he's been asking for in New England, though. Like, so that's, a, that's he's literally thing. like, dude, that's I just want these if guys. If he goes back into New England and says, okay, I'll come back. They got to get a receiver. No, but there's so much faith he's that's putting a in them that they're going to go get players because they could sign him and all of a sudden go, no, we're not going to do that. Well, that's what his conditions have been from what I've been reading. He's like, I'll take what I made or even a little bit less. If you just get me talent to throw to, give me guys. <laughs> By the way, uh, Barstool had a great article the other day about how this is the first time in how many years that Belichick's had, like, X number of weeks off, and he was down at, like, middle Tennessee State or something watching a, a lineman in the rain. And it's like, this guy now has time to go find all these players you've never heard of, yeah. and he's going to build something and come back with vengeance. It's like, <laughs> that's horrifying. <laughs> yeah. yeah, as long as – even when Tom Brady goes, as long as Belichick's still involved, that team is always going to be dangerous. Oh, by the way, I, I asked this, but you guys were talking. Um, do you think Dak gets franchised? I hope. <laughs> I no, I think they're dumb enough to pay him. Well, what do you mean dumb enough? Oh, Terry actually, Jones is brazen enough to, when he's loyal to somebody. Wait, That's wait, why wait, Jason wait. Garrett. What, what, what do you think he's worth? Four dollars. Uh, what is he making now? What's his current contract? Uh, he's he made two million dollars this past year, Kevin. Well, more than that. Because <laughs> it was still his rookie deal, right? Yeah. yeah. He, made, he made two million dollars this past year. What was so, Carson Wentz making? Thirty something. Yeah, Dak should be. So Dak 15, wants to reset the market, which I think is insane. But he yeah, should definitely be not, in the thirty-five. Is the market? That's what he said. They were Patrick Mahomes is the market. <laughs> no, I think he should. He's thirty-five million a year. He's better Who? than Jared Goff. Who is Dak Prescott? He should be thirty to thirty-five million a year. But he's not better than Carson Wentz. Dude, Wentz got one point three million this year. That's because he got most of it last year in the signing oh, bonus. Right, 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 He's getting, right, right, right. yeah, that signing right. bonus. And then in 2022, it's 18 and a half. No, I think they're, they're talking about a average annual value, AAV. 
But oh. no, he, he he supposedly that he they've been saying he wants four. Jared million. Goff's overpaid though, so I'm not I'm not about to measure him up against Jared Goff. I'm going to measure him against Carson Wentz, who he should make less than Carson Wentz because Wentz is um, now here more available. Well, not a yeah, fit. but here's what uh, I'm going to say though: uh, Dak is more important to the Cowboys in a lot of ways than simply Wentz is to the Eagles, and a lot of that has to do with availability. Like, the Eagles have had to adapt and use other things. Yes, we've actually become accustomed to just putting in Josh McCown. So, like, they've had to be able to, like, like jerry-rig that offense to be able to do something where Dak is a dual threat. He can run, he can throw. Um, I mean, he's not that great. Yeah, and my thing is, if Dak can't do – If Dak doesn't run, he's a nobody. He's a nobody. I don't know about that, but I He's do not think just a one-dimensional guy. He had a great, great season throwing, but even still, you can't. You the fact that they have Amari Cooper, uh, a a decent, you know, passing group, and also Ezekiel Elliott, and yet you still can't be successful in the playoffs. Like, I don't know. I don't know because on one hand, you don't want to lose the guy over not you know not paying him but at the same time he's asking for to literally gut your franchise and your ability to sign free agents but jerry jones is that kind of guy where he's like loyalty above everything yeah he's too loyal jason garrett should have been fired a couple years ago but it just never was going to happen romo he had a tough time getting kicking romo and romo was just hurt it was unfortunate But Romo was just – his back was broken. Yeah, there's too much loyalty there. So, like, I think the reason he pays him is just he's got the blinders on. I love mm-hmm. Dak. I love him as a guy. I love him as the leader of my team. And I'm just going to pay him the money because I think I can. You know, I, that's why. I don't I think, think it's a smart move. I think Dak should be paid exactly what Carson Wentz got paid. I wouldn't disagree with that. I, I don't think it I should be still, more. If I you would look still at think the, maybe a little you, less. but Now, if you look at their career stats, they're identical and Dak's – Dak's actually won a playoff game. Yeah, but Wentz has also played a lot less games. Yeah. Like a lot less. So that's that has to But either way, I mean I don't think it's I don't think it's enough where like if he gets Carson Wentz money, then then like I'm not mad at that because I think Carson Wentz got paid. But I also think when it comes for Wentz to get paid again, you should look at into that very carefully. Yeah, but that'll be injury history continues though. What's his current contract? How long? Twenty twenty three? Twenty four. Okay, okay. Yeah, they did. Was five, that with an option for twenty four or? I don't know about the twenty four. I don't think so. He's supposed to make the most in twenty four. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I mean, again, if Wentz can stay healthy, he's a great franchise quarterback. So, but Dax I, I only played know. in Dax only played in six more games than Wentz. That's still kind of significant. I mean, it's not overly. I thought it was he, more. He should definitely. I think he, he well, should. I mean, get... Wentz only missed out on like three games that second. Yeah, but a... Wentz shouldn't have played a bunch of the games. Yeah, no, he, he played, played with a broken back half the year like, the year before. Was, and then also. That Eagles the uh, training staff, which. I think Dak should get a contract very similar to Wentz and Goff. I don't think he should be paid like Russell Wilson. He is no, not. He is no, not. No, no. He is not Patrick Mahomes. No, um, not Lamar Jackson. He's not. He's not in that talk at all. Well, so we need, he's we need demanding to slow, that. You just I think, walk. First off, I think we need to slow down on Lamar Jackson. Okay, I'm not ahead of the game on Lamar Jackson. I right, let's <laughs> see next year. 
let's see next year. That's all I have to say. No, I, I've been the ones constantly saying I still think he's way more run focused than a better passer. Uh, I'm not worried about the run focused. I'm worried about the you know you get one full year of tape watching him do this and everybody's ready for it. Yeah. I mean, with with look at Mahomes. The first two years as a starter, he misses the Super Bowl by an offside call, and then he wins the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I don't know, but yeah, it'll be interesting to keep an eye on. Yeah. Um, but let's uh, circle out of football just for a minute, boys. Going into baseball, MJ, <laughs> the Astros <laughs> in five spring training games so far, seven different Astros players have been pelted by a baseball. Uh, all in different games, seven different games, um, including the Cardinals. <laughs> Cardinals totally threw a, threw a bean at a Bregman, I think it was. Um, here's the thing. The very first game of the year, Astros fans uh, were getting booed in the stadium and Astros players were getting booed off the field. We knew it was going to happen. We knew it was going to be bad. I did not expect it in spring training of all places where they're going to start plunking back in games that do not matter. You're just trying to get a look at your prospects. They're still throwing at them as if these games counted. What is, what do you make of that? Just pure hatred or just. Uh, This is all Manfred's (laughs) fault. Like you, you didn't come down hard enough. And now these players are going to get beamed, which I, I don't agree with that punishment. Somebody is going to get hurt, and that's, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but, no, it, it's Manfred's fault. Like, you didn't come down hard enough, and people are mad. Fans are mad. Broadcasters, except Colin Cowart, for some reason, isn't mad. But <laughs> That's not surprising. Well. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like he was like, people calm down. There's been cheating forever. I'm like, not like this. <laughs> um, but no, man, it's, it's – Last it's, time a cheating of this level happened, eight guys like, got banned they for went at, They should have went after the players, and if it goes to the players' union, do what it did during the steroids era. It literally went to the Supreme Court. <laughs> eight players got banned for life. <laughs> yeah, like no, it's um, – and then the first spring training game, they're taking the signs out of the fans' hands. What are you doing? That's hilarious. What are you doing? <laughs> That's so funny. No, no, That's no. This is, this is going to happen all year, man. And I just – I don't want to see someone take a, a ball to the head. That's what I'm worried about. Um, but they're going to get booed everywhere they go. It's, it's not going to stop. They know what they did. The fact that – and the, I and think it, that the – There was no remorse about it either. Like, that's no. the worst part. Dude – that was my whole thing from the beginning. As bad as it looked, the Astros still had a chance to make a PR redemption. And the first press conference at spring training during just training camp, they're like, nah, I mean, it didn't really affect the outcome. It's like, dude, you said the absolute wrong thing. Oh, owner, Jim Crane's an idiot. He's a moron. What PR director in that office was like, he, you know what? I bet that meeting was like, hey, Jim, all you got to do it's just apologize, man. Say you're sorry. You don't even have to mean it. But just out there, act like you do. And then that PR manager is just sitting back there. This will be – oh, no, no, he went off script. No, Jim, he, no. He went rogue. <laughs> <laughs> no. Bad look, man. Bad look. Um, yeah, no, I think it's going like, to be here's, – Here's the scariest part about this. Like, you know, the teams, they, you know, they cheated out of stuff, you know, are, you know, pretty – calm franchises if they would have cheated the phillies out of this i think the fans of philadelphia would have burned their buses down on the way in yeah like sir like yeah. forget forget getting hit by a pitch like yeah. you need to worry about your safety in the stadium yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
I might uh, buy tickets to a Phillies Astros just just dude, for that. <laughs> dude, when I, I don't know if the Astros are in Colorado this year because it's an ALNL game, but yeah. if they are, I'm going. <laughs> I'm so <Yeah>. going. <laughs> That's going to be an expensive yeah. ticket. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, absolutely. They're going to have a lot of turnout. <laughs> um, no, but the other thing I wanted to bring up, the New York Yankees are dealing with some injury problems already that could play into a very significant way. Luis Severino, Tommy John surgery, um, that guy cannot stay healthy, was going to be the number two in that staff for sure. Um, you ab- he's done for the year. Giancarlo Stanton now has a big calf injury um, from uh, something that happened he's never healthy and they invested so much in him um all of a sudden you look at a yankees team with two stars that have that are going to have some injury issues going forward and there are some other small minor injuries plaguing some other players on that team mj justin do you think this affects them deep into the season do you think this is just something that okay it goes away by the first month and you know stanton's back to his normal or do you think it's just going to keep nagging him throughout? We just see Stanton constantly hurt. I think it depends on how they handle him. Yeah. You know, they got to make sure that they utilize the fact that baseball season is exactly three years long. <laughs> yeah, it's and a grind. They, it's a grind. <laughs> they need to bring him in game 87 <laughs> so of the long. season and realize <laughs> they still have basically three more years before <laughs> playoffs. Like, yeah. Seriously. You have like, to be smart about when you play. Yeah. If they try to rush him back, even rehab starts, like just – or rehab starts, rehab, you know, appearances. Assignments, yeah. Just no. Just yeah. Let, let him chill for a little bit. Let him rehab singularly on his own and try to get back to health for a playoff run. Yeah. MJ? <sighs> Sorry, Kev. I'm trying to find if the Astros are playing at the Rockies. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, no, you've got to be careful with this. Like, it's a long, long season. Yeah, and honestly, man, since it's the Yankees, like if they're like a quarter, if they're like a quarter of the way into it, and they realize they don't have the players, don't go get them. They'll, they'll make a yeah, trade. Don't go buy them. someone. They, they, they don't care. They they want to win. They feel like they've been cheated multiple times now. They want to win now. So I think as long as they monitor it correctly and don't rush anyone back. Again, 162 games. Don't rush anyone right. back. You have the talent level. You may not if you can do a a three for every one or two to every one that you lose, you're going to be fine. Like, honestly, right. They just can't have any big skids. I think that's what they need to worry about. Like they can't have like a, a, you know, a five to 10 game losing streak or something like that. That's when they might rush people back. But as long as they can stay above water, I think they're okay. They're they're just that talented, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, they really are. I'm looking to MJ. Houston. They play the Phillies, but they play them at Houston. Houston. Damn it. Um, come on, Astros! Why? You can't you can't come to Philadelphia. Hey, be <gasps> careful with your Wait. finger if you're scrolling because you know you'll be scrolling for the next ten minutes. Oh, a- oh, they're at the Nationals. No, nah, they're not them. out here. They're at the Nationals. I can go see them. Yeah, they're not. They're not out here. Oh, Ooh, but they would be in Arizona. I'd make the drive. <laughs> How far is it? Twelve hours. I'd make the drive. <laughs> Why? They're at, <laughs> Why they're, would I spend money to fly to Arizona when I can drive They're at there? the Nats July 3rd, 4th, and 5th. Ho, 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 ho. The same reason that you fly to Florida. Florida is not a 12-hour drive from here. Guys, yeah, guys we is. should fly oh, to Houston yeah. for an Astros game. Oh, dude, and do a live cast from Houston? <laughs> yes! <laughs> if I go to Houston, 
I need to tell you what the last thing I'll be doing is. <laughs> if it was between murdering someone or going to an Astros game, Astros would be the last thing that I was doing. <laughs> I will say Minute Maid Park, really nice place to catch a ball game. I will give them that. Yes, apparently a good place to watch a pitcher, too. <laughs> give me some lemonade. And... So real quick, guys, before we move on, just want to get your thoughts. MJ, mainly you, because Justin doesn't pay attention to baseball whatsoever. Uh, have you? It's what baseball. have you liked? From the Phillies prospects you've seen so far, anybody that might come up this year, any excitement you see going into the regular season? I'm going to be 100% honest, Cam. I haven't been following him closely because I'm – yeah. No, no, no. Guy. No, 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 no. Not because I'm not interested. <laughs> because every team that I effing like has broken Whoa. my heart. I said effing. Every team that I effing <laughs> like has broken my heart. So I'm trying, I'm trying not to get excited or vested until the season starts. Like I want to see – the first quarter of the season before I make a decision if I'm going to root for them or not. Because <laughs> I've thought about, I thought about this yesterday, actually. Over my lifetime, every sports team I like, across any sport, it doesn't matter, the only ones to really produce anything, the Phillies won a World Series once. The Eagles won a Super Bowl once. Duke's been the best. They won a ton yeah. of stuff. <laughs> the Pistons won a title. Penn State's done nothing. <laughs> um, like... Honestly, everything I like in sports. They Red just, Wings. Red Wings have done well. Yeah, Red Wings, Red Wings. Until, <laughs> until now. <laughs> but no, it's like, but the, then they get good and they get right there and then they go whoop, every yeah. single year. So the Phillies, I'm going to hold out, not going to get worked up, and I'm going <laughs> to wait until probably, I'll go, I'll go 30 games into the year and well, see where we stand. I watched, I watched uh, one, I watched like two innings of a, of a Phillies game just to see, because I want to see certain pitchers that were in. They don't look terrible. I mean, some of the some of the Kevin, things that they're never doing. Never a good way to describe anything. <laughs> Here's the thing: it's early. What she look like? She has no, great personality. <laughs> as far as far as the prospects go for the Philadelphia Phillies, I, I like what they're doing. I think when you traded away Sixto Sanchez, that was a devastatingly bad move. You I mean, JT Romuto is awesome, but like Sixto Sanchez was somebody you desperately needed to keep. Um, as far as on St. Louis, really the only big thing right now is they're vying for that left field spot. Since getting rid of Marcelo Zuna, we have three top prospects in the major, in the major league outfield rankings that we're trying to decide who's going to play left field. Um, I think right now it's either going to be between Tyler O'Neill or Dylan Carlson. Um, Tyler O'Neill's been hitting a ton of home runs already in spring training, so he might get the nod just based on his offensive production. But I really think that with a lot of these teams right now, the focus is going to be on – um, health and, you know, not overworking any of your veteran guys throughout. Like Adam Wainwright, why would he need to pitch more than two innings a game, if ever? Like, take, take you know, like you said about Stanton in the regular season, same thing during spring training. Take your time. Spring training is too long as it is. They need to shorten that. Load, man load management can be done injured. in a 162 game season. Load no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Season. Dude, Yadier Molina. They already Molina, load manage. The reason we have Matt Weeders as our backup catcher is because we need someone solid for – we don't want Yadi having to play 145 games a year. He needs to sit back a little if we're going to get another year or two out of him. Like, there's no way. So, yeah, no, I absolutely agree with that. And Oh, uh, Kev, real quick. Also, big – Big spring training news. Tim Tebow hit a home run. Dude, he hit a monster home run. He crushed he that ball. He hit a monster <laughs> shot, dude. Tim Tebow may may get some MLB looks this year. That will be um, the only games I he played well. Way, man, He played well I've, in AAA last year. If you, I heard a really good analogy today. If you look at him from when he started 
as opposed if he started when he was 18. In the minors, he technically would only be like 22 Yeah, if he had started when he was 18. So there's still things he's learning. And, oh, man, jack that ball. Dude, he's – and he's, he's looking good around the base path. I mean, he's – he looks like a ball player right now. And I think the important thing for the Mets to realize is that they're the Mets. You know, well, yeah, but here's the thing. <laughs> and I'm usually on bar. They're like, oh, crap. The Mets are the Mets. But I say this, they have done right by him in not rushing him, not throwing him to the Wolves early. They've allowed him to continue to build his confidence up. And in AAA, I think it's Syracuse as their AAA club. He's played really well. He's been solid. They've been giving him a lot of good looks. And I think now is a time where you might see him come up Take some big league at bats. See if you can get him into a consistent rhythm, and then see where it takes him. And dude, the the big thing that everyone like keeps looking over, I think. And again, I heard this earlier today, is he, he knows how to win. Like yeah. the big moments in He's his still life, a leader, man. The big moments <laughs> in his life, high school, college, even the pros. Yeah. When he, I mean, he went to. We the, don't need to talk. He about went it. to the Broncos. We don't, we don't need to talk about it. We don't need to talk about it. We don't need to talk about it. Weren't they the number one defense in the league that year? Don't need to talk about it. He, he beat them on 10 passes. You know what I passes. hate about living in Denver? Just is that that's guy. what people bring up when they find out you're a Steelers fan. Not the fact that we've owned them in the past. You know, no, it's just that one moment. and the, That dime. Oh, by the way, Kev, real quick Steelers news. I was on Twitter today. Uh, that's <laughs> I dangerous. Saw, I saw something, and I literally at work went, no. It was A.B. with his agent and the Steelers owner, and I'm like – what? Yeah, that's and it was like happen. three years ago today. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh. I was, gonna say, <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? If anyone comes back, it's Le'Veon Bell. It's never. What are you been. doing? <laughs> no, no. Le'Veon no. Bell seems to at least have mellowed out because he got his money, but AB is still a nutcase. Um, all right, so let's finish up here, boys, with our XFL picks coming yes. up. Battle Hawks, baby! Go Hawks! Go Hawks! <laughs> your DC defenders took a shellac last week, but the Battle Hawks. You know what happened? Redskins fans started attending the game and screwed it all up. I made you to calm down there. Nope. You got two Battlehawks fans on this uh, day. Diehards, dude. Diehards. Since day one, man. Since day one. Since, great, since the beginning. <laughs> great football. Just as good as the NFL. Just as good. Just as talented. Yep. Far more entertaining. All it's way time. more entertaining. It is way more entertaining. I've said that from the beginning. There's so it's many cues the NFL needs to take from this. It's way more fun to watch. I don't care what you say. Dude, I way love the access to the, the coaches. It's so great. I and think if you could just make amazing. the quarterbacks good, it would MJ, be more fun to watch. MJ, MJ. Red Wings just lost 7-1 to one to Minnesota. <laughs> Dude, we – you know, the only other time that we've only won about 15 or so games at this point in the year was Steve Eiserman's rookie season in 85. They interviewed him after the trade deadline, and Eiserman was like, I've been through this before. I'm not enjoying it. I promise I'll turn it around for us. Do you think it's time that we go grab uh, Mike Rizzioni and see if we can get this ship right? At- <laughs> like, see what he's doing? <laughs> I don't um, know. He wasn't even the best yeah, hockey player it, on that team. <laughs> was it two weeks ago on Sunday? The they yeah President's Day on that Sunday they played the uh, the Pens. Um, yeah, yeah. First period, I was so excited. I was like, "Whoo, two one! This yeah. is a game." Second period starts. I literally take the dog yeah. outside, come back in, and they're down five to one. I'm like, "What yeah. happened, dude?" I ditched NHL TV two months ago. I couldn't. I couldn't justify paying to watch this hey kevin do you know what it could be 
Oh boy. Um, the worst goal differential in the league right now uh, is the Kings. They're minus 46. Um, yeah. and, and until you look ours at the Red so, Wings. Ours is so – it's 100-something, right? Yep. Until you look to the Red Wings, who are <laughs> minus 119. They've let in 119 more goals than they've scored. <laughs> <laughs> and the next closest team that's my boys is that's literally boys. 80 goals <laughs> 80 that's goals boys. that's my boys than that. oh dude it's a train wreck in the tra- but you know you what and here's tripled the-, the worst team and, in I, and I shared this <laughs> i shared this yesterday the only guy that can turn this ship around is steve eiserman what he did, the people that he drafted in Tampa Bay and made them a superpower. It's going to take a bit. It's going to take time. I'm not at all saying in the next two or three years. But, like, in the next five years, I think Steve Eisenman builds up great prospects. The trades we made at the deadline to get those draft picks were brilliant. Offload Athens to see you. He's lazy anyway. Offload. Yeah, Mike that's, that's one Detroit team that knew what to yeah. do with the trade deadline, yeah. so yeah. help me Christ. Yeah. Red Wings <laughs> did absolutely what they should do at the trade deadline. I love what Stevie Y is doing. Um, but yeah, no, it's going to take time. And I think, but again, he's the guy to do it. He's been there as a player. He knows how bad it feels. So I, I think he's the guy to turn around. All right. Well, let's, let's jump get into it, boys. Yeah, let's, let's jump, jump in. I got to work out. I, I got the picks here. Um, we have first Saturday, February 29th at 2 PM. We have the LA Wildcats at the dumpster fire, New York guardians. <laughs> they really are a dumpster. Fire. Oh, Matt McGloin is angry. Although I thought that the LA Wildcats were dumpster fire till they destroyed your DC defenders. You need to calm down there, Kev. Right. Go no. Wildcats. Cats. Keow. <laughs> I was trying to say call for the Battle Hawks. Still, I got all mixed up. <laughs> so, Justin, you're taking the cats? Hey, guys, what are, what are cats? <laughs> I, I, I just, Unrelated. Justin's taking the cats. <laughs> I'm, going with the, I'm going with the keow as well. <laughs> Everything in my body says I should pick LA, but I'm going with the Guardians. I think Whoa. they can write this ship. Guardians. No, they can't. All right, next pick. Uh, five o'clock on that Saturday, we have the Sea Dragons at your Battle Hawks. Battle Hawks! baby! Call! It's all St. Louis. It's the Lou, baby. The throwing Go Samoan. Go Battle Hawks! All right, so I know who you're both taking. I'm going to oh, take crap. Seattle. We're going to beat Seattle. We're going to beat Seattle. I'm going to take Seattle just so next week it's I can It's a home go. game. We're in the dome, Justin. We're in the dome. We're oh, under we're the dome? In the dome. No one has ever beat us in the dome, dude. <laughs> Never ever. in the history. In the history of the XFL. We are undefeated in the dome. <laughs> All right, Sunday at 4 p.m. Ooh, this will be a good game. We have the Houston Roughnecks at the one. Dallas Renegades. Battle for Texas. I'm going mm. with the Renegades. Landry Jones, baby. Mm, give me the Roughnecks. Ooh, and I, I, will split, I will split this by saying Texas will win. Okay, <laughs> next game, we have the D.C. Def- the defenders are winning this. They're defenders are winning this game. The I don't care how they this. got beat. Against who? Tampa Bay. The Vipers? Yes. Yeah. The Vipers. Ooh, that's a day Did you guys see the uh, Jake Fromm troll on Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> They, uh, Jeremy shared it with us. It was like draft stock for all the top quarterbacks, and it was like all the players, and then Jake Fromm, Tampa Bay Vipers. <laughs> I don't think he should be drafted. Jake from State. He might be by the Vipers. Um, I yeah, know, DC for sure, by a thousand. Oh, what if they do that next year? 
they add a next day and would be fourth or fifth day into the draft Thursday fries and just XFL just XFL <laughs> that actually be really cool and all the dudes or, get or instead of a draft instead of a draft it's all the GMs from the eight teams calling the players that'll that make all drafted. the other players sweat though that are like I might get drafted at the end because even a practice squad salary is better than a full time <laughs> yeah, yeah, anyway. salary on XFL yeah. they're like I really hope I don't get drafted honestly <laughs> like no guys that's cool I'm good. I'm good. That's true. That's true. All right. Well, we got our picks. All right. Yeah. Last things last. Kevin, you wanted to go first, so we'll yes, start Kevin. with you. Yes. Because I know oh Justin God. doesn't have one. So hey, excited easy. for this last things last. David Ayers, a 42-year-old Zamboni driver for the Toronto Marlies, got called into action against, the, against his favorite Toronto Maple Leafs playing for the Carolina Hurricanes. Here's the thing. When an emergency backup goaltender goes into a game, for those that don't know the situation, emergency backups are drawn in by the city that they're in. So the game was in Toronto, so they had an emergency backup that was from Toronto. He would have either gone in for the Leafs or the Hurricanes, depending on what they needed. David Ayers was picked, 42-year-old Sam Bode driver. Peter Mrazek got destroyed by uh, a big hit. And here comes David Ayers. It happened so fast he could not change into red Carolina pants. He came out with blue Maple Leafs pants, his Toronto Marlies helmet, and his Canes sweater. It was awesome. He looked like a dude in a beer league. Came out, skated to the wrong net first, then went down to the other end. Got in net, and I'm going, oh, yes, this is going to be beautiful. First two shots on him, both went in. I was like, oh, no. They zoomed in on Rod Brindamore, the coach of the Hurricanes, who rolled his eyes and was like, oh, God, <laughs> this is really bad. So it was four to three, I believe, at the end of the second period. He had to play eight minutes of the second. That's a long time. Goes into the third, doesn't let in a goal. The Canes put two more on at six to three. He stopped seven of nine shots in the third, which is so impressive. And then ends up being the first emergency goalie to get the win. Um, and, dude, he is automatically famous. They are selling David Ayers T-shirts on the Canes website. They have a day in his honor in Raleigh. The mayor flew him down the next day to so, honor him. Hey, He's on Kimmel. <laughs> if you're the emergency goalie, are you not allowed to drink at the game? You probably could. Dude, <laughs> let me show you just how hilarious this is. My brother – who is a beer league goaltender, could technically be an emergency backup. All you have to do is have a history of playing goalie before and being available. That's yeah, but, it. But Those are the is being good a part of that? No, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> That's the great part. Ouch. David Ayers, dude, I'm so happy for that guy. He Ouch. went in there. He went in there. I didn't say he was bad. I didn't say wow, that. No, no, I did not say that. Kevin, Kevin, Justin just goes, ouch. I am, I am not going to. I'm not going to put my brother on that. I think he was a decent goaltender. You're like, no, you could even be trash like my brother. No, I did not say that. <laughs> he did. You he did. That. He did. I think your, I think your brother it. was a decent goalie, and then here you are trashing oh, your brother. I don't even. You wanted Chris Brown. I'm going to tell him next time I'm um, at church. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, no, it's so awesome. I'm so happy for David Ayers. Those stories are super fun. Not to mention we get to see great memes like, List of teams beaten by emergency backup, Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> so. was, it, it was, uh, was it two things I saw? He was the oldest. Uh, oldest emergency backup to play. And the oldest oldest goalie, ever. oldest goalie to get his first career start and career win. Yeah. 
Yeah, and the first and only emergency backup, Victor. Yeah, no, he's a stud. I hope this guy gets some more action. Uh, he's really, really cool. That's fantastic. All right, Justin, I know you don't have one, but I'm putting it on you. What's your last Wow. Dude, E of little faith, guys. So here's the deal. We know you're never prepped for any of these. Here's my last things last. Oh, Justin, if you had a Millersville athlete report, I think that would be incredible. Oh, that would be actually fantastic. <laughs> the PSAC swimming. Um, so, PSAC swimming? Um, no, my, my last things last, I actually do have one. Um uh, Philadelphia Flyers, I feel like are going to break my heart again. Um, <laughs> just going to be honest here. Of course they are, dude. They're, the way, I don't like it's the way too good to be true. <laughs> the NHL's playoff system, I originally liked it, I felt like, but I, they make the divisions too important now. Yeah. And it's not just like the con- it's not the best eight teams in the conference. So, no, like, the Met, the Met is so much better than the Atlantic, just records wise, yeah. that we're. We're third in the in the Met right now, and there's a chance we won't make the playoffs as a wild card because yeah, it just 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 standings wise, it just doesn't make sense. And we have so third in third in the Met right now. We're only a few points. I think it's four points. Let me just pull it up just to make sure. We're I think four points. Let's see, five points. We're five points behind the number one Capitals. And we're also five points ahead of the second to last place Rangers. <laughs> so like we could either we could either be first in the Met or almost last in the Met within <laughs> within two games. And we have uh, the Capitals still. We have the Penguins still. Islanders still. We have a lot of good teams. Still. Lightning still. Um, so Flyers are on a hot streak. They're on a four game win streak here. They've, they're looking pretty good. And I'm afraid it's all going to fall apart, and I'm sad about it. That's it. <laughs> I see that happening. I, I love the roster that they have, and I like the way that they've been playing. Um, but as we've seen with the Flyers in the past, a, a, a good roster has never been enough for them. They need to be, like, super good, really, really talented. Like, when they got to that last Stanley Cup uh, during senior week where they lost. Um, you know, they had a team that you could be like, that was a Stanley Cup product team, for sure. I saw two grown yeah. men cry. <laughs> like right now, if the yes, <laughs> if the NHL playoffs would be one through eight, like it used to be, like it should be, the always <laughs> they'd be one, two, three, four. They'd be the five seed right now. Yeah, instead that's a they're solid out of the playoffs. And they <laughs> yeah. <sighs> hey, what's the Red Wings' chances? Uh, I think zero point zero percent. Zero point zero. I think they're actually. It was zero point two three months ago. I actually (laughs) think it should be a negative. (laughs) The Red Wings have the Red Wings have thirty four points. The Flyers had thirty four points like (laughs) months ago, six weeks into the season. (laughs) Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh, gotta love hockey town. (sighs) All right. All right. Last, I have two. Uh, First, just came in. Just came in. Uh, but it's Henry, not your last things last. But, but seriously, though, Henry Ruggs just ran an unofficial 4.2840. With, with Dougie Peterson watching. 4.2840. Good Lord. And mm-hmm. the other one I want to bring up is uh, Missouri tight end Albert, not going to even try to pronounce his last name, at I think 6'4", 6'5", 258, ran a 4'4", 940. God, <laughs> that is patriot. Hauling. That is hauling. All right, anyway, last thing's last. Uh, Mike Fears is a snitch. I'm going uh, with Big Poppy on this. He is. 
He's an absolute snitch. He waited until after he had his World Series, after he got paid, and went to a different team to rat on everyone. In his defense, when else would you have done it? Huh? When you were on the organization? Well, no, don't, don't say it's out of the good of your heart and you felt bad about it. Like, <laughs> I honestly think – and yeah, I agree that a lot of that was blown up. But I do think he did it for the love of the game. I do think he wanted to – After he got his World Series, after yeah. he got paid, and after he left that team, yes. Of course. No, I still think he's a snitch for sure. Can but, be. like, that was the best time for him to do that. <laughs> for him. For him, for exactly. Him. Dude, if I'm thinking about what's best Kevin, for Kevin, it was for the love of the game. Baseball. He should have he went right to the commissioner's office and said, here's my ring. If it was for the love and the te- integrity of the game, here's my ring. It was to get his stupid guilty conscience oh, clean. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Which yeah, he didn't I'm, even I'm, have. Mike Fears, he should be catching some pitches, too, this year. That's all I have to say. He will by Houston. <laughs> oh, you know what? I time they play. <laughs> Pump that into my veins. I know MJ said <laughs> not. I he wasn't a fan of them getting hit with balls. I want to see Jose. I want to see Altuve catching him off the brim of his. Bregman, I thought was going to rush them out in a spring training game. He stopped and just turned, and I was like, mm. do it, do it. I hope they do what rush do them think? out, and I hope they get molly walked. What do you think Kershaw's going to do? Oh, Kershaw's going to. Oh. <laughs> You Darvish, all those guys, man, they're gonna throw. Some I think they might. I think the Yankees might let Aaron Judge pitch an inning just so he can do that. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna. Pitch That's true, dude. Bat. Aaron Judge is so mad. Just hit line drives at the batters, dude. Aaron Judge was so petty about it, though. He literally went back to his 2017 Twitter post congratulating Altuve on the MVP award and deleted it. Just like like okay. I will not be needing this anymore. Like who's going back that far just to do that? No um, anyone about anything to dig up dirt on anyone, Kevin? We've seen that proven every NFL yeah, draft. Oh, there's tweets from 2007 when he was six, like yeah. with Josh Hader's uh, racist tweets that they found from like high school. Which one was Remember that? the, the uh, Brewers closer? And they oh, like just yeah, randomly yeah. pulled them up. He's like, hey, guys, we're what? Or the ones they found at Patrick Mahomes that they did yeah. on the whole string and they took out of context. And he's like, no, 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 no. Here's the <laughs> whole thing. Also, I saw this the other day. Um, or was it today? Kelsey's getting destroyed on Twitter right now. About Travis what? Kelsey. Oh, so, it's about- great. He, so it's basically, so he's, he's, uh, he, he's excited to go to the White House. And that's all he said. Not like excited to meet the president or do anything. No. You know, going to the, White House. to the White House. And everyone is losing their mind. Oh, my God. He's and they're like, we liked you more cookout. when you were like this. And it's like him kneeling for the National Anthem. And then it's Uninvited like, to the what? No, like, like you know, he, he was cool. And now there's been all these oh, memes oh, of him oh. being uninvited to the cookout. And it's hysterical. Like, the <laughs> people are losing it. Dude, people my thing so has and always will be, let people have their political ideals. Who gives a crap? He played football. Either way. Like, literally, I don't care. Like, I, I don't do care if people care. are like, I'm not going. It's like, cool. Or they're like, I am going. I'm like, Dude, cool. Nice. I'd go visit the White House if it was empty. I just want to see the White House. You're giving me a free meal at the White House. Cool, man. I'm there. Or or a tour. I just want to see a tour of it. Andy Reid, that free fast food buffet. Are you kidding me? Oh, Reid's going to knock someone over to get in there. (laughs) Give me those McChickens. I don't know if you could pay me to actually go. I don't think I'd want to. Hey, Andy, what are you doing after the game? Getting a hamburger. Hey, Andy, what do you do after the Super Bowl? Getting a hamburger. Maybe a double. (laughs) Dude, I love it. I love Reed. that. He's, he's, 
Can you imagine the night after the Super Bowl, you're working at a McDonald's, Andy Reid pulls up with his Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl jacket on, and he's just like, like, Mr. Reid, he's like, I I just want the double cheeseburger, fellas. (laughs) Just takes it, sits in the parking lot of a McDonald's eating a double cheeseburger. He's like, I want the Super Bowl. I want him to go into the dark and come out shredded next year somehow. (laughs) Oh, that would be amazing. In the Hawaiian, in his old Hawaiian shirt. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Just let it bag down. <laughs> and then he wears a Hawaiian cutoff all year. Ah! Yeah, yeah. He and wears one of those Zeke shorts. Elliott jerseys where it's just and a jorts. belly shirt. And shorts. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. yeah. This, this went off the rails. Okay. All right, boys. This was a great cast. Thank you all for listening. Um, we're we're going to hopefully get you more involved in some of the conversation. And thank you, Justin. We'll they can't see you next see time, that. guys. I saw Later. That. Later.